Hello and welcome to our very first episode of the Megs and Chris Experience. I'm Megs. I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about working during the coronavirus. So as most of our friends know, but not everybody, both Kristen and I have been the only two of our friends working through the coronavirus as essential workers. Pretty much. Pretty much. So to kick this bad boy off, Kristen, why don't you tell us about how what you do is considered essential? Sure. So I work for Contra Costa Behavioral Health. Um, and although some people don't necessarily understand how that's, you know, as, as important as physical health, it really is um, for a lot of our clients who... Um, are seen at our clinics who have moderate to severe symptoms and especially during this time there seems to be a lot of symptoms peaking up um, both for people who've never experienced mental health symptoms but also for people who do there is a spike in symptoms or severity of symptoms all right well I will say that's far more essential than what I do which is working at a car dealership I don't know I mean I also I mean, okay, so I work in a small office that deal that's part of behavioral health administration. So I'm not necessarily always boots on the ground mental health work. Um, and then the office I work for more specifically deals with um, stigma and discrimination reduction, advocacy, things like that. So part of me was kind of surprised to still have, uh, or to still be going to work. Um, through this because what we do has changed and our ability to do what we normally do has changed. Um, and um, part of what I do is also as like a peer support specialist. So it's kind of like a peer counselor. Um, and then more specifically, I work on a project called Overcoming Transportation Barriers, which helps our clients with transportation information, resources, and peer support to make it to their appointments. Uh, services and supports. So working at some place like a car dealership, I think is really important because um, if you can't get there, you can't get care. And that's pretty much how <laughs> we've justified it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it is essential. Like if, if your car breaks down and you're a nurse or a doctor, you're definitely going to need to drive there. Right. Since I work in the parts department, I'm I definitely I provide parts to our not only our service department but other wholesale shops who okay. fix cars to get people where they need to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've we've definitely seen a change since this whole thing started as far as um, as far as uh, people coming in and. You, you get to know what, how very different, very different people consider essential. Uh, <laughs> um, like, let me get a new paint job right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten that. We've gotten, I need this clip for this panel huh. on my car that's 20 years old. And you know that clip has been broken for three years. <laughs> but I need it. And I need it now. Like... Right now, because business is so slow, we're constantly like 
walking back and like we want to help everybody we can because we want to get in as much money as we can but you can't help but resent people for coming yeah. in for stupid shit I bet <laughs> um, you, you really can't and then like and then you walk yourself back in the circle well just because it's not essential to me doesn't mean it's not essential to them and they're home all day staring at this broken thing and it's probably driving them crazy right and you know as someone working in the the behavioral health field which in my county contra costa county is mental health and substance use disorder services so like addiction um and i think i shared this with you before Mm -hmm. um because someone else had shared it with me a perspective of because i totally get your perspective like why should i mean i wouldn't want people coming in putting me at risk because of something silly but mm-hmm. then at the same time, in my line of work, I've learned to try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, I'm not always successful, but I try. And um, so something that someone had shared on social media said something along the lines of, you know, don't necessarily judge that guy going to the hardware store getting a bucket of paint because he might um, have substance use disorder and know that if he has idle hands, he is likely to re- relapse and that's what he needs to do to stay safe. It's, it's good not only for the individual, but it's good for those around them and in society too. Um, but of course that needs to be tempered with, uh, being careful and safe when you do chose to go out and buy these things. Um, yeah, just being considerate and yeah. careful. Yeah stand six feet back because that's one thing mm-hmm. which I think we should get into later but that's one thing I've noticed that like two types of people people who are so cautious that you're like okay then why yeah. are you here yeah. I mean if you're that afraid you probably don't need whatever it is you're buying that bad to okay stop coughing on your hands and touching my desk yeah <laughs> there's a quite a, a there, range of thoughts and behaviors going on right now it is wild which kind of leads us into what i wanted to get into next um how has your weekday differed from before shelter in place started to after sure um so before i mean there certainly wasn't a typical day even before this shelter in place and everything um you know like like i was trying to explain before i have a weird job um it's like i do a variety of different things um and um so i what i do can range from uh helping to host and facilitate public meetings um, where there might be a large number of our, our clients piling resources and sharing with our clients or their caregivers over the phone. Um, you know, it's, it is a lot of administrative work, um, mm-hmm. but I do like when I get to go out into the community and interact with people. Um, Which, let's face it now, is not happening. Yeah, so the day-to-day has, <laughs> in that sense has definitely changed. Um, we haven't done any public meetings in a while. We did do one, like, 
a few days before the shelter in place order for the Bay Area was issued, um, and it was kind of iffy. We weren't, you know, it was it was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought a lot of sanitizing wipes, and um, but in any case, we haven't done anything like that in a while. Um, we did just this month do our usual monthly social inclusion meeting over Zoom, and that went. It actually went really well. Um, changed is um, we so as county employees, we are mandated disaster service workers in a situation okay. like this. Cool. Um, yeah, I it's guess. it's <laughs> cool. It's a cool and title, right? Scary. Like I'm a mandated <laughs> disaster relief person. Yeah, they didn't tell Big us caveat. that. <laughs> that they was didn't. not in the job description. <laughs> It was not. I did not find this out until after I had been hired and was at this training. And they're like, oh, yeah, if shit, if shit goes down, like, you have to go to work. Like, whether you have kids or not, you have to, whatever's going you on. You gotta be here. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad to potentially be of service. So some of the thing, the new things that our office has been asked to do are get... Um, materials to make masks and make them mm-hmm. for um, our clients who live in boarding care facilities especially oh yeah for sure because I know that was a community deeply hit yeah I mean we're talking about roommate you know roommate situations a lot of people in one place um, so they really they really need masks food resources for our clients and their families and really kind of like we we usually have all these types of resources like we like our our clients are very low income you know some of them are experiencing homelessness things like that so we know about the food banks and things like that but in this situation my coworkers are like calling people behind the scenes and being like look i know you can only give this many boxes or you give you know, boxes of food to these people, but like, we really need you to do this. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. They went above and beyond and got all these boxes of food and distributed them to the clinics who distributed them to families. So, um, that was pretty cool. And then the last thing that I'll share that's been new and different is a couple coworkers, um, trans has, uh, transported some PPE, personal protective equipment, um, for, um, Staff and clients. Um, yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah. Again, far more noble than what I do in the workday. <laughs> well, that's mostly been my coworkers. Um, I've, it's, it's interesting. In our office, some, and even like in the behavioral health administration at large, some people in their positions are way more busy right now. And then some people are like, I give me something to do. So those yeah. are the people who are doing those tasks. Yeah. With trans- like, I need to do something, anything. Yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you recently started working remotely, but that's relatively new, right? Yeah. Things move pretty slow in the county and government work. <laughs> um, so I was relieved to finally, you know, have the opportunity to work part-time from home. Um, 
also relieved to still have a job. Um, so yeah, now right? Like, yeah. So kind of my shelter in place experience was crazy. Um, a lot of the people, again, listening to this know when shelter in place started, I still had a job. And then mm-hmm. my dad had a health issue. And then um, I was nervous about working during shelter in place just because my parents are over 65 if I got compromised. They're, they're in a compromised right. age. If I get exposed to it, they're exposed to it. Mm-hmm. I actually called Kaiser, and um, they told me, you know, as long as you're practicing safe habits, okay. you'll be fine. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And then, Well, good for you for calling, you know, an actual professional and checking, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like so many I, people are not doing with their yeah, I information. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I, I'm going to be honest, a lot of people are kind of, at my work are using it as an excuse to not work and that's oh. that's their prerogative they're they're adults they can make their own decisions yeah. um i call the doctor i will say my mother's doctor my mom also emailed her doctor and said you know my daughter is an essential worker she has to go to work every day um is this is this um is it okay for her to work or does she need to live in the garage for a few months (laughs) like does she need to put in that she can't be at work and he gave a very non-committal answer huh it it was so like it was a i guess like she should the best thing would be for her to work at home well i work in retail i can't work at home like yeah i work for automotive but what i do is i work at a retail counter talking to people um by monday i was laid off in the morning and then Monday afternoon I was told oh you're gonna be you're gonna be coming into work but you're gonna be working at our other location doing <laughs> doing wholesale retail which I always did but at a different location so it was really kind of it was pretty funny because it went from not knowing if I would be able to work because I didn't want to expose my parents to trying to figure out whether it was safe for to work And then finally finding out I was going to be laid off, which I, I think officially, I was never officially laid off, but as far as my work was concerned, they, they closed out my, my, all of my logins and being able to clock in on Monday. And by Tuesday I was back at work. So that sounds like such a whirlwind of like emotions and stress the craziest fucking week of my life yeah (laughs) Um, it sounded like it it was nuts and then um and then the rest like the rest of this has pretty much like my parents don't want me getting into a lift so they drive me to work every day score we stop at the start. Corona silver lining. Corona. I, I've got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've moved locations where I work. I work at the showroom now where the showroom is. And um, upper management has been very happy with the work that I do since coming in there. So another Corona Great. silver lining. Um, there you go. I will say going to get my morning coffee is pretty much a toss-up either the best experience of my life of that day or the worst and it will hand to god fuck up the rest of my day oh <laughs> i do want to hear about this 
Okay. <laughs> Tell me your so, coffee routine. Basically, my mom and I wake up in the morning, drive over to Laurel Village. Oh, yeah. <laughs> park. I get out of the car, put on my mask, go get the, um, go, go get our coffees, and then we go on our way. Now, half of the time, smooth sailing. People can figure out how to stand in the line and not be a crazy person. <laughs> but the other half of the time, people act like crazy people. Like they, it, It's like they, because of this simple little change in their routine where they can't go into the store, get in line and order their drink that way, because they have to do it at the door, they act as if the whole world has gone cross-eyed which i guess it kind of has but i'm like this should be the easiest part of your day i'm like i'm not even i'm not angry at the people at starbucks i'm angry at these people who cannot figure out how to stand in line six feet apart and if you haven't ordered your coffee yet could you like not stand in a cluster in front of the fucking doorway So that I can't get to my coffee. And then you act like I'm being a jerk because I'm trying to get my coffee. My coffee is ready. It's yeah. right there. I can see it. Why? Why, why, why? I done why? ordered. I done I paid. Done, I did my part. <laughs> why are you being a psycho and blocking the door? <laughs> In all fairness, you have to remember, I have not had my coffee yet. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm also irrationally angry. It's seven. So one of the things that did change that I don't love is I'm getting to work an hour earlier, which means my entire routine is off by an mm. hour. I love being able to leave at four thirty instead of six. Sure. I hate being to work at eight. Yeah, I guess you have. I mean, I guess that kind of was my answer to the next question. Like, you know, question I had. But what's the hardest part about working shelter in place? Not being able to get my fucking coffee. <laughs> but now, actually, Starbucks has opened their doors, so it's it's easier now. The other thing is, I am a raving bitch to people, and I kind of feel bad about it. Like, should I really need to tell you to stay six feet away from me? No. No, dude. Am I constantly having to, at work, tell people to stand six feet back? I We put up these ropes around my counter so that people couldn't stand six feet near. What do people do? find ways to go around the ropes and i'm like are you like it's not a challenge like i didn't put these here as a challenge to get closer to me of course i'm like well and the thing is it's not the first week of this like no we've been doing this for a couple months so i get less now but when they first made it that you had to wear masks where walking in I had to tell people at least twice a day. Yeah. I'm sorry, you have to wear a mask. Now, I'm me enough. I think you'll kind of love and hate this. Hate this. I'm me enough. I will ask them. I have masks to give to customers who walk in. Because, again, we're slow. I want your money. I'll give you a mask. I think but, that's kind and generous, to be right, honest. I'm still me enough that I will ask them if they have one. If yeah. it's in their car, and then tell them they should go get it if they do. I, I think hand that them makes one. sense, man. They, I, mean, I mean, you should have one. You next know? to hand sanitizer, that is the hottest commodity. 
in the land. That's true, but at this point... Should I be giving them out willy-nilly? No. Do you have a mask? Yes. Are you being lazy? Yes. Get your ass back to the car. (laughs) I think that's totally valid. Do you have one? And you're just... Yeah. Use it if you have it. If you don't, like, here, let me help you out. Well, and ever since you sent me that article, now every time somebody comes in with the one with the vent in it, I want to tell them they can't use it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because a whole... Re- Here's the other thing I learned, too. We're well, re- let's, sh- let's share with their audience about oh, the... Oh, you the, should do... That was your email. You should tell me. Tell everybody. <laughs> so, um, now I can't remember what the source was, but I, I'm confident it was a legitimate source. Um, said that... The N95 masks with the exhale valve um, did not protect people around you as much um, as any other, you know, fabric or medical mask. So, yeah. Well, we because it has the vent. And so, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you totally said uh, this was a doc. Oh, so it was from Contra Costa Health Services. Oh, yeah. There you go. Legitimate source. So <laughs> I, I actually straight up pulled up the email. Um, the N95s with the vents that were very popular when we had the fires. Right, which makes sense. Um, so they have purpose. the particle. So they have, they make it so that you are not breathing in anything with a 0.3 micron. The problem is oh, yeah. you are still breathing out unfiltered gotcha. so all yeah. the you're protecting yourself and you're not protecting others here's the problem with that because n95 masks are basically impossible to get probably nobody has them or it's they're harder to get mm. if people have the vents and i just have a regular mask the fact is i'm wearing that mask to protect you from right. my germs. I'm not protected from anything coming in. So if people are wearing those Certainly vents. Certainly not as much. Anyway. Yeah. If somebody's wearing those vents, I am in no way protected. Right. Yeah. If and they that, have like COVID-19. Said, that's the whole point. And that's the, the whole point of wearing the masks. Yeah. So I'm really mean to them now. So thanks for that email. <laughs> I, You know, honestly, I my just. My pleasure. I the whole thing is, please don't lean on that. Please don't touch that. Please yeah. don't lean into the counter to stand closer to me. I get it. You miss. You want a hug more than anything in the world right now. <laughs> but I don't know you, and I'm not going to hug you either. So if you could just stand six feet away from me, because I don't need to be hugged. <laughs> I don't you, have you that You send problem. those people my way, and I'll, uh, I'll set them up with some uh, mental right, health here. resources. Like, I know you live in San Francisco, but here, contact Contra Costa. Yeah. <laughs> I love and hate people right now, because mm-hmm. people have really come together to really try to, you know, be there for other people and do the best they can some celebrities in an out-of-touch way, some (laughs) everyday people just doing what We're all in the same boat. But not. Yeah, but not. We're not. Did you, side note, did you read that article from Miley Cyrus talking about, no, we're not in the same boat. I'm in a mansion. I don't have to worry about feeding my kids. No, but I, it seems, but she's not the only celebrity who finally said, you know, 
that that same sentiment that we're not yeah. in the same boat. I mean, I but like you said, I also appreciate people coming together. We can still all come together yeah. and be in the same boat to an extent. Yeah, exactly. But. Like we're all experience, experiencing this. We're just all experiencing it in very different ways. Exactly. Um, on all spectrums of it, and one does not demean the other because I fully believe this is hard for everybody, except for me, mm-hmm. because it, my <laughs> life has not changed. <laughs> Customers have just gotten slightly more annoying. Uh, slightly. You know, I've also had some really great ones. Um, you know, it's it's a bag. You know, it's a mixed bag. You worked at, you've worked at a counter. You know, like customer services mixed bag in general. Mm-hmm. Um, true. Um, but true. you know, we do what we can, right? Uh, so, yeah. any hardest parts about working during shelter in place for you, or um, what do you got? What do you got, <laughs> Foamy? I got uh, getting real for a minute. Um, the hardest part about working shelter during shelter in place is um, that, so I'm working from home three days a week now, two days in the office, three days at home. Okay. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because I feel physically safer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got my own apartment for the first time in my life mm-hmm. uh, about two months before this shelter in place in the Bay Area anyway happened. And, um, you know, maybe two months in a week or something before I started working part-time from home. And, um, you know, it, at first I didn't think it was really affecting me. I was like, this is great. I can just roll out of bed in my PJs and I'm at work and mm-hmm. it's a time saver. And, you know, I don't have to do my hair. This is great. But eventually I noticed, you know, um, just kind of like numbing out behavior or, you know, scrolling through the news feed, scrolling through the social media feed, um, sitting on my ass like all day, some days on my couch looking at screens. (laughs) First world problems. You know, know, everybody's struggle is slightly different, but still real. Like my ass hurts sitting in this chair. Like, Uh, my ears are starting to hurt with these headphones, but they're well, cute though. They're purple, ju- Megan yeah, Fox. I mean, and I, I will lovely. admit, I kind of went for cute over function when I bought them for you. They're they're pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. So the hard part about still working during the coronavirus is working from home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, right? I um, yeah, I do suppose. Like, my parents are both working from home. Mm-hmm. So you're you're lucky that you're doing it on your own. Nobody bothering you. Yeah, like, that's true. I mean, but you're also like I. Now that you're working from home, you don't even get the people at work. Right. To talk to you're just on right. your Zoom conference calls. Zoom is really cleaning up. <laughs> Had you heard of Zoom before this happened? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Zoom? But hey, there's another coronavirus silver lining is, you know, me and my coworkers are learning this new technology that, you know, we'll we'll know in the future and be able to use if and when necessary, maybe put on our resumes. Um, 100% is that people that customers, wholesale customers, I had deemed as hopeless as of learning technology have had to figure out how to pay online because 
Mm. We weren't taking cash for the first few weeks. And then it just became, I was like, are we really willing to throw away a $300 sale because I don't want to touch your cash? I mean, I don't. I don't want to touch your cash. Please stop (laughs) giving me your cash. Um, Please stop pulling out the most disgusting, crusty, obviously covered in coronavirus $10 bills. The most dirty thing like I on the don't planet want that with my money. other like there was a point where I was like okay uh, exact change only and I wouldn't even put it in the cash register I would just put it in the deposit envelope and just no how much more aware are you of how disgusting everything in the world is oh, since yeah. this started oh yeah like I am so aware of how how I wash my hands how often I wash my hands probably yeah. how not enough I did it before yeah. Um, it's almost like seeing the world through one of those, like, uh, not night vision, uh, like with the black light and the yeah, darkness yeah, yeah, when, people, yeah. when they've done those experiments we're, and you're like, oh, gross. We're in a CSI episode <laughs> yes. and the whole world is the crime scene. And we're like, yes. Ugh. Oh, yeah. When this thing started, I was afraid I was going to get it because I was working retail. And now, like, and I was washing my hands all the time, covered in hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. I forget to put my gloves on all the time. Um, I do wear my mask all the time. Um, Well, I don't wear it all the time. I wear it whenever somebody walks in. And I'm going to be honest, it's more because I want them to wear it. I don't care. I'm so (laughs) over it. I had a customer tell me, leading by example. living in communist Russia. And I was like, oh, my God. That doesn't even make sense. It is not like what's <laughs> in communist Russia. It's like, no. I, I mean, like, I have not lived in communist Russia myself. I will acknowledge that. Not with it but... ending in the 80s when we were like nine. <laughs> but I imagine it is nothing like that. Yeah, no. I was like, no, well, they're pretty. And it turns out this guy's a fucking dentist. Like, what? I was chatting with this guy, and it's like, really? You want people breathing all over you in your... And I get it. You're not making your money, but honestly, do you see a safe way to do your job right now? That scares me. <laughs> I want... <laughs> I want medical professionals, including dentists, to be cautious and careful, like, right? more than anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you just... He, I, I have... He was just so... I was like, how are you a dentist and and living in this world like like this is the mindset you've chosen to go into that's so weird it is what it is right um yeah and i was thinking about what you're saying about the money and um you know when i heard about some places in my area not accepting cash like at grocery stores and stuff i thought that was a problem because you know i think about my clients and it's like a vast majority of my clients cannot and do not have any type of a card or digital way to pay for things you know Mm -hmm. um and when we're talking about grocery stores and stuff like that that's a problem yeah but when we're talking about large purchases at a mercedes dealership come on yeah well i mean that's the thing i wouldn't even blink an eye if somebody was giving me three hundred dollars cash for whatever they were buying no people are handing me crusty ten dollar bills for a quart of oil uh, why 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 because not because he's low on oil but because he did not want to run out of oil when this whole thing was going on and that's logical but you're buying one quart of oil you're not buying eight quarts of oil because you have an oil leak you right. just you just want to have it just to have it 
I do not believe that that guy for a second was staying home this whole time. That guy was out and about. Like, I have people I have seen multiple times. Really? While this thing has been going on. And again, like you said, there's people who need projects. They're doing their projects. They're working on their car. But that's a small segment of people, you know. But, I mean, I've seen you like four times, man. Like, Mm. (laughs) yeah, you're here because we're open. And you need somebody to talk to. And I get it. Like, I, I, I've but definitely been guilty. But there are other guilty. resources yeah. for that. True. But there's also, I've been guilty of, like, almost keeping a customer there too long because I'm like, I'm bored. Come talk. Like, just continue to talk to me. So you get it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's never that customer who's the one who comes in four times a week, though. <laughs> right. That's never the person who is. It's always, like, somebody else. Yeah, I just I remembered I have there's this hot guy that comes to my work. Ooh. He looks like a like kind of homely Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Brad Cooper. Sounds Hello. like right up my alley. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and I was supposed to email him I think two weeks ago. I look forward to when he comes in. I bet. <laughs> to end the question on kind of a good note for me. Yeah. Hardest part about working shelter in place <laughs> on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> well, to try to at least hope for the future. Um, so, I I noticed myself kind of reaching for for human contact toward things like social media, and mm-hmm. what I've learned is that that doesn't fill much of the hole. And no. so, stuff like this is much better. A phone yeah. call up this unique podcast experience of a FaceTime, you know, some kind of video call. A Skype call. Yeah. Um, Is definitely uh, more helpful or helpful in the social, social department, um, especially for those of us who live alone, I think. Um, And then the other thing is for the days I'm working from home, trying to at least follow like a loose schedule instead of Mm -hmm. just a free for all sit on the couch I'm working on my laptop and my PJs all day like no you have to leave the house and like move your body and like you would on kind of somewhat on a normal work day oh yeah for Um, sure I think a schedule is key um, change of scenery like I don't work in my bed you know no for sure which is helpful for me yeah it you need to do little things just to like get out of I'm constantly encouraging my parents to go on walks and stuff like that. I'm like, just yeah. get out of the house. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Most this... of us are allowed to le- technically leave the house. Yeah. And we should for mm-hmm. our health. We just, you know, it's not that hard to, for most of us. Do you remember when CNN did that article when this first started about how San Francisco was being irresponsible because we were there they there were pictures of us out walking like just people san franciscans out walking there were people holding the hands mm. um not specifically no so one of their big beefs were like people weren't maintaining social distancing and i was like okay that couple holding hands either lives together yeah. or whatever one of them's got the other one's already got anyway yeah so. Get Obviously. off your high horse, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I don't think it was Anderson Cooper. It was some other schmuck on no, CNN. No, I think he's NBC or CN, 
whatever. No, Anderson Cooper's CNN. Is he? Uh, yes. And I remember us like, okay, first of all, it says we are allowed to go outside and walk. Second of all, we're in a fucking city. Nobody has a backyard. I have a yeah. backyard. I don't even go in it. If I was going for a walk, it wouldn't be in my backyard. Like, right. Okay. Where the hell do you people get off? Well, what am I in prison? Walk the yard. Yeah, like, why don't you go back to reporting about how Trump's a fucking moron and leave my city out of it? Assholes. <laughs> I mean, I, I get. I got deeply offended. Actually, Aww. so did Twitter. I oh. Kept, how do you try to prevent getting corona while out in the work working world? Well, we are required to wear masks now. Not, you know, certainly not at first, but we're yeah. required to wear masks when we walk into the office and when we're walking through the halls or in the conference room. I mean, with other people, basically with, you know, within six feet of somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily, I, so there's an office suite for the Office for Consumer Empowerment in a building. And then some people have cubicles and a few of us, um, my boss has an office and a few of us share offices. And um, luckily, I and my partner on my project share an office where we have we're more than six feet apart which is so you don't have lovely. to wear your mask all day yes and i feel for for people in the cubicles or like near the front door or even you who seems like need to wear it more no, often or I, all day. I don't i okay. wear it often like until we had to wear the masks so it's kind of tricky like i don't wear a mask if nobody's in there I will put it up if somebody walks in. I wasn't doing it when employee when other coworkers walked in, but I started getting looks. So I <laughs> now put it on when it, when anybody walks in, coworker or or customer. Yeah. Um, so if we're having a busy day, I'm wearing it often, and I start breaking out. If if I have a slow day, it's the best day ever because I don't mm-hmm. have to wear it all day. So, yeah, it can varies. start to get uncomfortable. It, it's itchy. Like I said, you break out. Um, Every time hot. I put the thing on, I my nose itches. It's, I think it's just I'm thirsty and my nose itches. Yep. Like I all <laughs> immediately I put it on and all, my eyes go to my big ass bottle of water. Like don't, it's <laughs> mocking me. Like you can't drink me because the customers in here. Mm-hmm. Um. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll go, oh, I'll be right back and go drink water and come back. But do what you got to do. Worse is is being on the phone while the mask is on. I had to take the N95 filter out of my mask. Okay. Because it was causing me problems talking to customers and on the phone. So I took that out. So I'm even less safe than I was when this started because (laughs) I've taken the filter out. Oh, man. Do you have a filter in yours, or is it just cloth? Um, I put a coffee filter in the lovely cloth mask that my cousin made for me and sent to me. It has cherries on it mm-hmm. and um, little ties that uh, kind of look like pigtails. Cute. <laughs> Some people like those better than the ones behind the ears, though. Well, no, this one... I ended up having to cut them and then tie them in loops to go around my ears because it wasn't staying on the back oh, of my head. that makes sense. Like, do you have a hard time wearing a cloth headband? 
Um, headbands in general, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they slide back. Yeah, my hair's fine. I guess maybe that's why. Yeah, my, I I can't wear a headband. Like you know how people do the cute headband with a ponytail. I'll never be able to do that. Yeah, so. they won't stay. They just no. do not stay. And if I'm wearing more clips than headband to get the headband in place, it's then not what's the it. point, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I I have my, mine is behind the ears too. Okay. But being on the phone all day, it just rubs. Mm. It's kind of rough. That's yeah. Annoying. Our first world mask problems. People are having a hard time getting masks, <laughs> and we're like, I oh, know. my my white mask with the stars on it rubs against my ears <laughs> while I'm on the phone at work. My life is hard. <laughs> I think it's a matter of balance, you know, like. Yeah. Like, being able to vent about stuff, which can be helpful. True. And then acknowledging that these are first world problems and other people have more serious problems, I think, don't have to be mutually mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, other things I do is wipe down things with wipes. And uh, because I'm dealing with customers, so I have to wipe down everything. Yeah, of course. You find that oddly enough gloves were like the easiest thing to get and they were like right the you wanted the least well yeah and the thing is the medical professionals started saying that that those weren't necessarily as helpful at least not like out in public at a grocery store but yeah that's like okay gloves oh, no yeah. problem yeah for sure like we donated to UCSF I think $500 worth of gloves and safety oh, awesome. glasses um, and I know, actually, Leo, you know, he works at ACT. Yeah. He took his, um, the masks, they had respirator masks from when, from the fires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he had kept those. Because when you're painting and you're doing sets and stuff, you can't, you're not supposed to breathe those in. Oh, so he took, he, d- he took the gloves and the masks and those, and he took them to, I want to say, St. Mary's. So, oh, nice. again, another nice thing to hear that people did for yeah. hospitals. Uh, just more showing people what the community, like, the community spirit that I like to see in the world. Yes, uh, there is some good happening out there. Yeah. Um, and, of course, my sister-in-law also, she's an occupational therapist, so she's been, oh. she's been out there this whole time in this. Okay. And, in a very different front line than us well that's hey occupational therapy is important work yeah like it's it's funny when this started like i would hear things like well how is what you do essential and i was like well laundry mats are open like businesses Mm -hmm. are open more businesses than people thought right are open are open are considered essential like you need things to get through your your life whether whether you're working or not you have if an emergency happens you have to have a working car right the fact that that car is a mercedes is neither here nor there like you still have a right to work on your car yeah so um that said she she's on the front lines i feel for so shout out to leo and justine leo who was uh leo who has been either a going into the office just to see that the building's still standing okay but mostly taking care of their son mm-hmm. home all day with the baby 
and Justine for going out there on the front lines. Thank yeah. you. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for going out there because as exposed as I am, I have it easy. I just have annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of, this is going to be touchy, I think, with some people. Okay. Um, have you encountered many people who don't believe Corona is real? We touched on it a little bit easy earlier. I had a customer who was like, this is like living in communist Russia. I'm like, right. get over yourself. I have a couple, like, this guy was trying to talk to me about chemtrails and shit. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm positive from this. There are people who I, at, at least in six degrees of separation, have been affected by this directly. Like, yeah, people who have died. Yeah, people who have died. So... If a customer brings that up to me, I'm usually pretty pretty quick to shut that down. I I, I don't find it funny. Like no. Um, as no, much people need as to we, hear truth. Yeah, like people have died from this. This is not a fake thing. Um, I don't think that they went overboard. I think we were we were in a scary situation real quick with no real way to fix anything and no supplies to prevent it. That's why we're able to ease the measures now because we have the supplies. We didn't have them right. a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had ordered masks I never got. My friend who is an emergency room nurse at first was, use, was having to use the same um, paper type medical mask every time she worked for a month and save it in a paper bag yeah like which is just crazy to me luckily they real. have ppe now i was told so yeah but it we that was the thing like the um we didn't have the supplies to keep ourselves safe that's why we had to do this mm -hmm. so people who are freaking out this is not real this is dumb no we had to do what happened because we had no way to protect ourselves other than to stay home right. and keep safe. And don't get me wrong. I get people are, are scared and upset about how affected the economy is and, and their jobs and the future. Like it's, it's, it's scary. Like that is definitely going to have a lasting effect. Um, but I think if we can be clear headed and get, you know, accurate information, we can best move forward for sure for sure um, the other thing that I encounter and I think we were all a little guilty of this is once Mar April 8th happens everything will be okay and then it right. was May 8th and now it's June 3rd and I don't think there's a real there's a magic date I say this all the time there's no magic date where businesses are able to completely open and everything's going to be okay so um I mean, it's a fluid situation. Even the yeah. doctors and scientists are like, all right, well, we know a little more than we did a month or two ago, and yeah, we know more than no... we did a few months ago, and we're going to keep learning the more yeah, testing but... we do and the more time passes. Have you, have you been tested? I have not. Have um, you considered it? Yes, I have considered it. Um, I've considered it, too, and then my coworker told me she cried. And I was like, Aww. no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. All right, let's let's get a little hopeful. What okay. are your hopes for for when a shelter in place ends? Gosh, um, 
just that as many people as possible are safe and healthy and that um you know i've heard things about this this coronavirus resurging for a while or resurging forever kind of like the flu um and i don't know i mean i guess just that it's as painless as possible and as many people are safe and healthy healthy as possible um also that uh, more people take note of the positive effects the stay-at-home orders throughout the world have had on the environment and I know, love can, those videos with the animals. <laughs> oh, the animals taking over oh the cities? Oh my god, just like <laughs> taking over. <laughs> oh my god. Except for the ones with the coyotes in San Francisco that was a little too... Uh, a little too close to home? A little too close to home. That's like usually within a 10 block radius of me. And I'm oh like, my gosh. I mean, they're the, majestic and cool, but it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be they caught also alone eat at puppies. night with one. Like, <laughs> Wait, What? They eat puppies. Coyotes eat puppies? Yeah. Isn't that like cannibalism? Not not really. Like they're meat eaters. What else? Wow. Don't leave your puppies out at night. I guess not. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, it it has been cool, like, the flip, seeing the footage of, like, sea turtles going in on the be- beaches they have been bet on in a hundred years Aww, and stuff like that that's that pretty cool um i'm hoping that the city has a real I, I i don't think our national government has any kind of real plan to do anything other than serve himself and let mm-hmm. I, I think i'll be shocking none of my friends i am not a fan of our particular president um <laughs> yes that we can agree yeah that's sad i i am not unhappy with the way that our local government and moreover our state government Mm -hmm. with the exception of gavin newsom's goddamn press conferences i could do a podcast on that alone just too i will say too long (laughs) they're too long like could you just go up there tell me like break it down by the time you've gotten to whatever the announcement is, I have stopped listening <laughs> because it was a bunch of crap before that. That is a recap of what happened yesterday. Nothing is changing that frequently. Yeah, and I mean, I can, I think I could say that to an extent about the presidential press conferences and even the Contra Costa Health Services various press conferences. It's like, yeah, come on, edit shit some show. shit. Edit some shit yeah. out. Edit that out much like we'll do with this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yes there's nothing Uh, worse than an hour and a half long podcast of people just rambling on unedited (laughs) yeah yeah this will be trimmed um but i'm hoping that the city comes it sounds like they've started already with the opening of businesses curbside so that that's very hopeful for me Sure. I'm hoping that some of our friends are able to get back to work. Yes. Soon is about it. That is the end of our podcast. <laughs> our very first podcast. We did it. Done. We did it. We got to the end. I so cannot thanks. believe we did this. You so, did this, Megan. You yeah. did this. I entirely. So anybody blame you. who's wondering how this thing came about which I probably should have put in the beginning, but we're going to do it at the end because we're Megs and Chris. That's what we're um, doing. 
I had been wanting to start a YouTube channel, and then I was like, uh, I don't really want to be on screen talking shit about my customers. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I'll start a podcast. And then I was like, podcasts of one person are boring. <laughs> so I roped Kristen into it. We were talking on the phone, and I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm first not totally non-committal. was like, yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds good. I Great. think at first my thought, maybe I said it out loud, maybe I didn't, was I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. No, like, that's a funny it, joke. I, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> and then I kept bugging her about it, like, setting her off color. You want to do this with me? And she was like, okay. Like, in that... <laughs> Let's see how far you get, and then we'll talk about it. And then I told her I was looking at podcasting software. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, shit. She's taking this, this is happening. I'm she sure. Yeah. Outline. And then I sent her an outline, and then I was like, oh, you're going to need headphones with a microphone. She was like, yeah, I have a headphones. I was like, okay, I'm Amazon priming you some another business <laughs> that has just boomed since this whole thing started oh my god yes we could do a whole podcast on jeff bezos we could how i can do we want to i don't know (laughs) yeah that's subject for another day because that's a lot of opinions but anyway so i i bought and had shipped to her some headphones she immediately sent these to me and i received them and was like oh this is i guess i guess i'm doing this she's she's (laughs) not giving up on this and it if she does give up, at least I've got these cute headphones. Yes, they're purple um, and white and very cute. So, As you can see ed- from my adorable biopic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are <laughs> far less cute looking, but really cool. Um, I, I'm deciding whether my promo pick that I haven't taken yet <laughs> will have a matching shirt to these headphones. Oh. That's where I am right now. That could be fun. Um, anyway, so I just basically beat Kristen up verbally <laughs> until she bent to my will. Until she can beat me up in person. That's that's my hope yeah. for the future yeah. after coronavirus. I mean, essentially, Any this physical is, contact yeah, at any cost. Any at all. <laughs> so essentially, this is our corona project we've decided to start a podcast which is ironic Um, because we're like the only two who actually have a fucking job and do not have time for this shit (laughs) well that's probably why we picked uh, why i picked a project that like we can do at 10 24 on a saturday true and no one will know the difference (laughs) except i spelled out the time um we can do it at our leisure i can edit this at work like (laughs) let's be honest uh cut that to people at work i would never edit this while i was at work she's very hard working she's very dedicated Uh to her job there are people who know (laughs) but there are people who will have the link to this who know better (laughs) segue friends listening you will be on this podcast because you, you will fucking be have time. We will be interviewing you point. about your bull- current bullshit life. <laughs> uh-huh. We, we have a whole list planned out. This is just the first one. Nothing else is going to be corona-related, but we thought a good intro topic would be the fact that out of our friends, we are the two that have been working this whole time. <laughs> and this is our corona project. Yes. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. 
Uh, please drop us a line. Let us know how you liked it. And we will talk to you later. Maybe uh, share any requested topics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and if you would like to be on one of our upcoming podcasts, please drop us an email at our damn email again i don't know you changed it like three times shut <laughs> up uh that's because you didn't like our name sorry in all fairness we were going to have actually i yeah we we've gone through this a couple our email is the megs and chris experience at gmail.com not to be confused um, with the megs and chris sex experience at gmail.com that's well a, that would be cry sex experience that's true if, but that's a different if, podcast that's exclusive invite only yeah invite only much like this one only <laughs> less people um so again if you want to drop us a line the megs and chris experience at gmail.com you could text us but then <laughs> because you it won't know make us. us feel like this is real yeah fucking email at us at our fancy new email, email address god damn it <laughs> well thank you guys again for listening and we'll talk to you later thank you bye, bye.